Welcome to the Soul Connection Podcast, the place where you get the tools to truly connect to yourself. I am your host, Katie Arnold. Grab your journal, find your comfortable meditation position, and let's connect. Hi friends, welcome back. I am Katie Arnold, yoga and meditation teacher. And today I am answering another one of your questions. This is a question that came as a request from another member of our community for me to dive deeper into different types of journaling. So that is exactly what we are going to talk about today. Now, I will say I am not going to go super deep into each type of journaling, but we are going to talk about, I would say, 10 of some of the most common kinds of journaling that you might come across. So I love talking about journaling. There are so many beautiful benefits to journaling to help us with stress and anxiety, to tap into our creativity, to tap into kind of our unconscious minds to help with reprogramming limiting beliefs. There's so many ways that we can use journaling. And so let's talk about some of the ways that we can do so. So ways to journal starting with number one is literally just a free write. This is opening a journal and just brain dumping or stream of conscious writing. There is no prompt that we're using here. We are literally just writing out whatever comes to mind. Next is journal prompts. Now, obviously I love to use journal prompts. I share journal prompt with every meditation on the soul connection podcast and journal prompts. I love because they can take away some of the like ego that I find can get in the way. If you're just trying to brain dump, they can give you a place to start. And then oftentimes I find that even if I'm starting with a journal prompt, I can often continue and expand far beyond whatever that prompt was. The prompt just starts to open the door. So that way you can just keep writing and keep going. Next is gratitude journaling. Now, this is a type of journaling that I'm sure almost everyone is aware of. And for very good reason, gratitude journaling is so powerful, especially when we are in a hard place which is one of the hardest times I think for us to want to gratitude journal. I have to remind myself all the time that usually if I don't feel like doing it, it's probably a day or a season when I need it the most. So this could look like journaling on one piece of gratitude every day. It could look on like three pieces. It could look like 10 pieces. It's the choice is yours, but it's finding the parts of your day that you can truly be grateful for. And while those can be these like big things, these overarching, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for the roof over my head, I'm grateful for my job, it can be things like that. But I always like to encourage people to dig a little bit deeper because when we can dig a little bit deeper, we start to look for the moments throughout our day that bring us joy. 
So it might be the fact that this morning you actually got five minutes to yourself to sip your coffee before your kids woke you up. It might be the fact that you were able to push a little bit harder in your workout today and maybe you lifted that heavier weight that you had been like working towards and you got two reps in with that heavy weight and you left your workout feeling so strong and accomplished. I want you to look for those moments throughout your day when you're focusing on a gratitude practice. The next thing that we're going to talk about is goal setting or intention setting. This could look like setting your goals for the year ahead, for the month ahead. It could look like setting your intention for the day and how you want to feel that day. So this is one of my go-to practices. I start my day by setting an intention. I love to set goals for the month ahead. I love to set goals for the quarter when it comes to my business. I love to set goals for the whole year ahead, personal and professional. And journaling is a great way for us to dig a little bit deeper with ourselves and figure out what is it that we are actually looking to achieve for ourselves. Next, we're going to talk about reflective journaling. Now, again, this could be kind of a combination of, you know, a journal prompt and a free write kind of situation. But reflective journaling is kind of like taking a step back and reflecting on maybe a situation. Maybe you had to have a tough conversation with your boss today and you need to kind of like write out how that went. How did that conversation make you feel? How do you feel like you handled it? Do you feel like you had done something differently or said something different differently? This is that opportunity for you to just reflect, to reflect on those situations. And maybe you're able to pull out lessons or things that you want to work on in the future, but maybe it's just that safe space for you to kind of get out how that situation went for you. The next type of journaling is one that I will say is not something that I often practice myself, but I love seeing what other people do with this. And this is art journaling. It could be drawing, it could be collage, it could be some sort of like visual representation, it could be like an illustration. There's so many different ways that you could take this. If you are someone who is super artistic, this is a really beautiful way that you can journal and kind of express yourself and express your feelings and express where everything is at. So I highly encourage you to maybe give art journaling a try. And then next we're going to talk about bullet journaling. Now, bullet journaling is also something I have not personally done. It has definitely gone through phases of popularity. And it is also kind of like a combination of things. People will use it as kind of like a calendar or a to-do list or a habit tracker. Um, maybe they use it as a reflective sort of situation as setting their goals or their intentions for the day. So if you are someone who really likes a visual representation of something, bullet journaling could be something that you dive a little bit deeper into and see if it's something that resonates for you. And next we're going to talk about travel journaling. Now, this is one of those things that I wish I have done more of in my life. I definitely, as a kid, would write and journal a little bit about different trips but never as much as I wish I had. And as I get a little bit older now, and I don't really remember a lot of those trips that I took, not just like as a child with my family, but even 
trips that I took, you know, as I started getting a little bit older and into my adulthood, I wish I took more time to reflect on how we spent our days, where we ate, what we did, and especially those places that you love. And then everyone is like, oh, where did you go? What, what places do you recommend? Where did you get that delicious soup that you talked about? I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. And so I, this is something that as I get older, I really want to get better at is travel journaling. And then we're going to talk about dream journaling as well. So dream journaling is, you know, for some people, I am some of the, one of those people who does not often remember my dreams or very rarely I remember my dreams. So when I do remember a dream and when it really stands out to me, there always feels like there's something I'm supposed to take away from that. It feels like maybe there's a tangible lesson or message that is trying to come through by way of my dream. And dream journaling is, you know, when you wake up, when you remember that dream, grabbing your journal and writing out as much of that dream as you can remember. And you could take that dream into Google and start searching different things. Like that is always something that you could do with that. But I also think it's interesting if you can just start to look for commonality between dreams, if, especially if you are someone who remembers your dreams quite frequently, or it seems like there's an underlying theme within all of these, I want you to think about starting a dream journal to track this kind of information. And finally, the last kind of journaling I'm going to talk about, this is number 10. This is wellness journaling. I want you to think about this as the sort of thing that is a food journal or a fitness journal, or maybe just like a healthy habit tracker. If you're keeping track of how much water you drink in a day or how many times you've practiced meditation this week or um, what you did for your workouts, these are another form of journaling that can be really beneficial and give you something to look back on. So I hope you guys have found this helpful. Obviously, you know that I love journaling. I find it so supportive for our practices. I find it a really beautiful way to find connection back to ourselves. And I want you to want to encourage you to try a few different kinds of journaling, especially if you have tried something before and you don't really feel like it's resonated with you. Try something else. Let this list of different types of journaling be a jumping off point, be the encouragement to try something else. If gratitude journaling didn't really seem like your jam, maybe you start art journaling. If you are not really feeling the art journaling, then maybe you try journal prompts. So with that said, I hope you guys find this helpful. If you don't have my free journal prompts for when you're stressed out, I will leave a link in the description below. So you always have journal prompts that you can turn to in those seasons, in those times of stress to help you come back to yourself. If you have a question that you want answered on a future bonus episode, leave a comment or come find me over on Instagram at Katie Arnold Yoga, and maybe I will answer your question on a future episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you right back here for your next practice.